War is inevitable. You've made the right choice. Time for Marcy's come! Welcome to Split Push Podcast, episode 78? 80. 80. God damn 80. it, way the fuck off. So technically last one was 80, but then you said it's patch notes, it doesn't count. Oh yeah, it's patch notes, it doesn't count. Um, even though it kind of counted for both. So I uh, hope y'all liked your super ultra mega patch notes supreme. Uh, we definitely called some stuff out there, but we'll get to that. So we're going to uh, start things off with a bit of a preface for our games of the week. Um, and we're going to bring this back up. We're thinking about removing games of the week for some more like educational style content like uh like a 10 15 minutes off of a section of like the word of thoth which for those you don't know our buddy flare boot puts out for every season and it's the absolute nitty gritty itty bitty details of like this is how much health a melee minion or a brute minion or an archer minion has and how much damage they do every time they hit you at each level and so we were thinking about like you know, going over things, and a good example I gave the guys here was, uh, this is how much gold you get if you don't last hit every minion, and this is how much it makes a difference, and, and like, like 15 minutes of a little more technical detail there, or we can keep games of the week. Uh, we're going to leave that to you guys. We'll get a poll up on the Twitterverse. We'll get a poll up in the Discord. You can drop us a line. Let us know. Um, so, what is that moving forward? So, we're going to kick things off. Uh, Dan, you played some games this week. Uh, yeah, I did. I actually played a lot of games this week, like actually for once. Uh, season seven's finally out, so like, good, 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 good. Yes, finally, Smite's fun again. Like, it it wasn't bad in best best it. <clears throat> it wasn't bad in season six, but like at the end of it, I was like so ready for season seven to start and for season six to be over that I just like died. For like a week and was like i hate smite I, I you're can't. just you're anxious for to play with all the new toys that's yeah really what it comes uh, i was just to. like dude i just can't like i don't know i just i want to play the new smite and man like i went right into it and i checked out like the new artemis i fragged out got like 11 kills that game went like poison star deathbringer trans aussie that kind of stuff not in that order but you know in the right order <laughs> i hope not in the right order but you know um and then so that was that's death that's deathbringer poison star trans and then boots oh right? yeah definitely yeah yeah that's the right order for sure uh-huh um <laughs> and then uh next game i got carry again but this guy's like yo man i queued with my friend to get the new duo lane can i try it with him please uh... and i'm like oh, fine you dirty little boy you fine bastard all right so he took my role, and now I'm jungle. And I'm like, oh my god, that's right. New Bastet's out. 20 kills later, I'm like, damn, that god is broken as fuck. Yeah, that was that was a fun game. Holy crap. I There were so many times where I hit like three to four people with a full alted Bastet 2-3 combo. And oh my god, it was just, it was, yeah, fun time. 
guy was just like screaming all the time. He was like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a fun game. And uh yeah, I mean I played so much since then, just like a lot of games. And uh a lot of good and a lot of bad. Definitely one of the bads was last night when we were playing Assault. We just got one of those comps that was like the no, we lost comp. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great. But, you know, other than that, it was fun. What about you, American? How have you been? Um, I've been kind of using the first week of Season 7, just experimenting with all the new stuff. Um, Kind of, I mean, we'll get into a little bit more discussion, but uh, had some pretty fun games with Cerberus and Solo. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be a thing, uh, or at least a lot more than he was. Still hate Yorm. <laughs> yeah, fuck um, Yorm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have anything crazy for, like, standout for games. I felt like I was playing pretty solid, but then just, you know, build orders are all still getting worked out and things like that. Uh, stuff we'll talk about later. What items are worth it when? That kind of mm, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Glad Shield t- totally still broken in lane, you know. Well, it's just the same. It's just the same in lane. And that's what makes me sad. I thought they were going to like change it at least a little bit in lane too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, again, we'll get to that. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about a, a little bird of mine, Dan. In the nearly 50% of my games played with this special little bird. Uh, been playing a lot on the new Joust map been playing Thoth because everyone's all hot and bothered for this Odin and Bastet, and Thoth's fairly safe against them. Bastet comes to the wall, you, you you dash back, you know, you don't have your stun anymore, but you root him, and then you'd won him, and, like, it just hurts. And also, he has free pen in his passive, and with the changes to pen, and the item, the dam- the buffs to, to base power, uh, Thoth, Thoth is... Don't, don't sleep on Thoth, guys. Give him a try right now. Um, and specifically, uh, you, you go CDR boots, Doom Orb, Kronos is pendant. <laughs> so <laughs> these changes they made the 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 buff to Kronos is and and the change to boots and the not nerf to Doom Orb plus Spear of Deso like the first four items give you so much shit. You get forty percent CDR. You get pen. You get Monsters and you get and because you're Thoth. Yeah, and a huge amount of power because you're Thoth. You get free pen on top of it. I mean, like, I mean, here you go. Joust seven two win. Joust five four win. Joust four four win. Joust six two win. Joust three one win. Joust six one win. Joust three two uh lose because my team was a bunch of fucking potatoes uh and my bologna didn't build boots so i told her to fifth item uh yeah here you go joust lost eight and three uh that sounds like a losing (laughs) score obviously joust lost five and three yeah you obviously were the loser joust joust win 12 and two well how'd you win that one uh we were losing till i got (laughs) obshard I mean, uh, uh, yeah, obsidian charge because it's still fine. Huh, yeah, it's still fine. Like, he's he's safe. 
ish. He's not CC immune, but he's safe ish. His ult chunks, his one chunks. He's got unpredictable mobility, bonus range. I mean, and like part of the reason I'm doing so good is is I'm gonna put us out there. We're gonna we're gonna go right into it. We're gonna go right into it. This is our this is our butter smooth transition that I totally point out and break it. We're gonna do our uh, initial views of uh, season seven from we've played so far this week. Uh, guys, Damn, that was you can. Smooth. I know that was really good. If in Joust more than ever, make sure you have one fairly high pressure, high clear god, um, because you can do speed blue and wave with three people without missing a creep. You can do speed blue and then get to and get to the first wave. But everyone needs to be there and everyone needs to use an ability. No sitting there just autoing to save mana. Um, and be hyper aware of your of your shit. Um, use your like, ward relic. You can get. You can just yeah use your ward relic because that's a thing that nobody seems to use, even though they gave it to you unless free, it's assault. But unless it's assault, yeah. But like honestly, there's so much farm that you can use. Uh, like just look for look for the look for the fights as always, you know, because it's smite and you kill people. But you can be smart about it and just go farm. And I'm getting one, two, three, four levels ahead with only like one or two kills because my team is being too aggressive, you know, or I'll stick around and get a kill and then, you know, just go get a wave or go get a, any any buffs, any XP camps, like without ever looking at the enemy camps. Mm-hmm. You don't even have like to. By the, but if you can, yeah, by you the can, time, you know. Yeah, and by the time red comes up, at least... Two of you, if you're if everyone's there splitting all of the XP, at least two of you can be level five, if not all three, mm-hmm. before red spawns. So you've got all your ults to fight over red and really just blow them up as much as possible. Because it's it's a it's a little bit bigger than who yield. If you throw a big ass circle in there, you're hitting something. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the new Joust map is interesting. Um, you can act. You can nearly spend all of your time farming and not fighting. Yeah, you can, for sure. Um, which I kind of, in both ways, like and dislike. Um, right. Well, there's a there's a strat for it. it it's kind of like that. There's gonna be those people that literally never play the game. You know what I mean? Like they just always one shot the wave, run, go, get out of here, go, and they're just gone, and they never even look at you any other way until, like, that you make that one mistake, and then they win the game off it, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I feel like there's going to be more of that, which, you know, doesn't always feel great, but at the same time, it's also whatever, because it's smite, but, you know. But I also like it, because if you're behind... Yeah, they have to clear their own jungle, which is honestly a lot, especially for three people instead of like, you know, a five man team, um, which is much different. There's a lot. They have to spend so much time clearing theirs. They honestly would have trouble uh, actually efficiently farming their jungle and yours. So you will at least get some of your back farther camps always almost. And if they're going to that point where they're diving those already, you're probably at the point where you know what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. 
one of the big things I'm noticing, and I'm sure, obviously, you know, the higher up I get in Joust, in, in Joust for ELO, um, the the less of this we'll probably see. People, including my own team, are really bad about getting the camps relatively recent to when they spawn. So, like, I might miss a wave, but I also picked up, you know, but I'm also low health, so I can safely get XP camp and speed and back and come out and get blue and only miss a wave kind of thing. Yeah, which and, and, equals out in the end, especially yeah. if you do it solo. And, yeah, and if you're like a three-man, seriously, pick one person, pick whatever character you want to get ahead and have them get the XP camps and back, like... Like, like legit, like that's what I was doing is my team's fighting and like I help clear wave and then like I'll give up a wave, but I'll get four camps and then come back for the next wave. And I just slowly creep ahead of them because I'm not splitting the XP with them. I'm just splitting wave XP. Um, and you can you can push one person a couple levels ahead, uh, which makes a big difference. But yeah dude it's it's wacky and all the jungle you get i mean you can dive around from behind phoenix yeah like there's that little weird cubby that i kind of hate because it's gotten me killed like twice yeah but you know yeah it's interesting and it's on both sides so whatever (laughs) i've I've actually won more yeah i've won more games ignoring bdk than i have getting it yeah like I usually end up going for BDK when I'm behind. What I've noticed is four minute towers are not uncommon. Yeah. Like at four minutes, your tower could be gone, but you'll still be probably in the game for another. You're still in the game. Yeah. Like you're still definitely there. It's not like old Joust where as soon as you lose your tower, you're like fucking stuck huddling beside your Titan's knee, like hugging it. Like, please save me. They're at my Phoenix. Yeah, because... Because in old Joust, you've lost all of the jungle at that yeah. point. You've lost all the additional farm. Yeah, but in this you one, you know, there's there's so much room on the map to go. Like, there's going to be something up somewhere. Or, and if there's not, like, there's going to be a wave up, you know. It's it's a lot more farm. So I think, like, people that are behind will find ways to catch up more, too. So it's it's kind of a balance, I think, for me. I like it. I like the new Joust map a lot. I like the look of it, too. Uh mages didn't really change they changed the pen um but they gave him so much power like like I, i'm about to pull this up uh let me think uh i'm thinking Ulleron is going to be so fucking good this season like he is going to be one of the best mage adcs like he just literally has to be doesn't he because he can crit uh... he gets all this extra power and he gets like that you know that that ten percent off shard thing is his one like every time you know what I mean yeah so and, like, I'm looking that's at his it. only ability ability damage other than his two which he has to stack through autos so it has time for you know like I I, I think he's gonna be insane with the new ring and the, all the power that's on items yeah so I want to talk about the Chronos tree. Now they are expensive, um, but their tier twos are all per- the tier twos are pretty good. So I'm looking at it. Cursed orb, restored artifact, restored artifact. Yeah. So restored artifact and cursed orb, the tier twos, all have really good stats. But what I'm looking at is doom orb, 145 power without passive. Uh, Tahuti, 160 magical power. 
without passive. Kronos is a hundred magical power. Like, like, and in this you get power, you get cooldown, and you get movement speed. Like, it's so much in that tree. Yeah, it's expensive, but is it worth building all the entire tree every time? No, but I find myself in Joust playing smart, able to do it. Seeing a lot of people do that lost artifact start. Yeah, I think the uh, the artifact thing is the new thing, you know? I think that's the new start, because you can either... Is that the well, one that, that was... goes into either Tahuti or Kronos's, or does it go in... It doesn't go into Doomorb anymore. Restore... No, Restored Artifact goes into Kronos's and Tahuti, yeah. and it gives 60 magical power for 1,400 gold. Yeah, like, that thing is insane, and it has, what, 20 MP5 on it? 15. 15, 15 sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. But still, but, um, that's insane for a starter yeah. item. And, you know, yeah, they know it, it, it's not like a secret that, you know, it's a starter item now, quote unquote, because it's less than 1500 gold, which means it's a starter item because, yes, you know, that's what they're going to start with because it's busted good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like in this tree, sorry, my printer tried to blow itself up because I was stupid. Um. But, like, this tree gives you fucking 400, 405 magical power, uh, 25, 55, 90 MP, like, like 90, M, 90 MP5, a That's shitload cap. of mana. That literally puts you in cap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. You never run out of mana. It's great. Um, Unless you're hell. You know... And this was again. This was this was without any passives. Twenty percent cool uh cooldown. Six percent movement speed. It's it's fucking it's it's nuts. The tree's expensive, it's but like, speed. but and the other thing it does is it really catches people off guard. These are big power spikes. Yeah, what I what I think is um one of my favorite things that I see people do it that I actually like. Is uh like they'll start to build Doom Orb and then they'll fall behind and instead they'll like build boots, but tier two Doom Orb is so fucking good it doesn't matter. It's basically like having a fucking full item anyway. So they just yeah. like, oh well now I need pen because it's this point in the game. So I'm not gonna finish Doom Orb yet. And then they finish pen and then finish Doom Orb and all of a sudden they're like this unstoppable force. Yeah. What I, what I'm typically finding myself, this is again specifically with Thoth, but I'm sorry, I think this is plenty good on everybody. Um is I end up like Doom Orb, CDR Boots, uh, Spear Deso, Kronos's Pendant, uh, Obshard, Rada Tahuti. And then my last item I'll sell for like something I want. I would, but I you would do throw that. Like a Soul Reaver in there just because, you know, Soul Reaver it depends. has the 10%. But pendant. I mean, if you look at that's like that's like that's like 800 power. Mm hmm. In all of the stats. It's dumb. And Thoth abuses it because he gets free pen. So, um, again, they I, I really do feel that they just mostly kind of moved around how mages de deal damage. I still feel like they deal plenty of damage for people complaining about, oh, they're going to do nothing to tanks now. No, they still hurt. They still hurt. Like, I'll t I'll take I'll take you know obsidian shard and call that good enough for my percentage pen most of the time, especially if you're using this build because 
I'm dealing bonus damage you, damage from Tahuti. My abilities are up f- almost 50% faster all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving up power for it. Nope. And you're not realistically okay. giving up pen because you have Opshard. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. So, like, again, I think it's a good change. They're trying to get rid of this one item. Um, they, they still hurt. They didn't, because of all these changes, they didn't do nerfs that they're planning on doing, and they're going to have to. Uh, like, Doom Orb is just too strong. It's way too strong. Yeah, I think Doom Orb is one of those items that's going to be like... Do you remember old Doom Orb, dude? I miss that. That item was so fucking broken, you know? Yeah. When they nerf it and nobody builds it again. Yeah. I mean, it gives you 185 magical power if you have all the stacks. I think so, yeah. Five stacks of four is 20. Or is that 165? So it's, it's 165, yeah. yeah. So, you know. American <laughs> um, can speak as well as I can on this. Solo lane's the same because they reverted all of the changes um yeah mostly um the 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 only one they didn't was the ability to two pot chalice but then again you could still use multi pots so sometimes you still run into it but i see people more often doing you know warriors tab eye and another item yeah i'm not gonna lie i i've known that like if i can aggress somebody and it's close I've been known to back, uh, have Chalice, buy one multi-pot, pop it, buy a health pot, TPN, and just W key at them with all three chugging along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of, like, I'm expecting the multi-pot change to come with the next patch, because it's obviously wanted to get rid of that. Solo Link doesn't really, you never buy mana pots in Solo, because you have the blue buff, so I don't see why we, they would say hey they need this for multi-pots but, um, I mean yeah he buys multi-pots a lot though yeah but yeah. are you stacking pot like do you guys stacking pots doesn't make honestly actually it, it is like the that lane. the whole reason Busha used to yell at me for taking four mana pots on Hachi because he said I should take one multi just for in case I get in trouble I can stack the pots wait why and are I'm you like, taking did you say mana pots on Hachi no, no, no. He wanted me to take a multi so that I could stack the two healing effects. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I wasn't going to take a chalice and fucking carry, you know? So. Right. Um, but I would always say no, because... Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not I'm not ready to say that Soul Lane's not changing. I definitely think... I mean, obviously some gods are definitely going to be better than they were. And, I think the next but... couple patches are going to be big patches, too. Yeah, like I, big deals at least. Yeah, and again, my thing with the whole soul and the biggest the the biggest thing is that the glad shield nerf really only makes a difference <sighs> in team fights. Yeah, in lane, it's still the same. That is one I'm pretty salty on because I was really excited to hear that it's getting nerfed, and, and it's the same. And it, like I get it on one sense because. The gods King that, Arthur and all those yeah, other gods. There's only a couple gods bad. that really make that item feel too good. Um, you know, it, it really has, it's always bothered me that a god like Arthur, who's got basically two kits, never runs out of mana, but then or you got abilities. a lot of, or abilities, yeah, no cooldown, basically feels like he has no cooldowns and no mana issues. 
But then there's a lot of other gods like he's like what we all thought Yamoja was gonna be when they first said it, and mm-hmm. you know it's like oh, and just he's just nonstop. If I spammed abilities like that on a god like Vamana, like I'd be out of mana within you know two waves. <laughs> Not even oh even <laughs> even if you even if you don't spam your abilities, you're out of mana in two waves. Yeah, Vamana, dude, his fucking base usage is just way too high. Still, it's insane. I mean, he he hits like a truck. So I know, but good lord, that guy needs trans just to have mana ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did expect I, I'm. Again, the season's still young, so I'm preferencing, like, I could be wrong about this, but Tyrannical Helm, I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal than it I, than it feels like it is, but I don't know if I'm just building it too early or what. It's, so, yeah, and I, it, it's awkward. Like, if you're winning lane, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, like, I can see picking it up sooner. It's just, it's really expensive yeah. for, like, a first item. and. You know, I was thinking, okay, well, this maybe this will help gods that aren't that great at clearing, uh, you know, some of the guardians or whatever. But it, it it doesn't. The minions don't last long enough to really do anything. The only time you like notice it and feel it is when the enemy backs and you get on their tower for free, which technically shouldn't happen that often unless it's like a good gank or something. But then suddenly, yeah, before you, you know it, you took that tower and you're like holy shit oh like, yep i had the one game the other day i want to say it was an it might have been an rdo i'm not sure but like you i were, had the my were. tier one within the first five minutes it was almost gone it was literally just because the guy made a mistake stood in the minion wave took a lot more damage than he should have and suddenly he lost his tower for it you know and it could have also been it's new season he wasn't expecting to take that much or whatever you know but like the the minions can take the towers really fast, but they, it doesn't help them stand up in the actual laning phase really. Um, I haven't tried everything with it again. Like, you know, if I build it at a different time, it might make all the difference. Uh, so, or if you played like Hell, yeah. I think Hell would because Hell can heal the minions. Hell, so much. um, the one god I, I have got it, and I'm like, holy crap, was um, Hades. Uh, a lot of people are shitting on Hades, saying, "Oh, he's not—he's not any good." And I'm not saying he's meta, but you know, he's something to he's have so in your wheelhouse. He's so tanky in his ult now. Yeah. He's so tanky in his ult now. It's stupid. I, I think he's definitely one that can surprise you. Um, hopefully, I, I still want to play him more, see if maybe I can make something better out of him. But uh, I still—he's still gonna—he still has the same issues he's always had. You know, it's. You blow it, you, you take basically you're just taking out the wave most of the time and then hauling ass. Um I did I did face one Hades though that kicked the crap out of me, but he built all damage and you know, come later in the game it wasn't anything. Uh, what, uh have you have you guys run into uh anybody with the new uh with the 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 do shield, the healer shield? It's broken on Guan. Yeah. I haven't really had the pleasure of playing against anyone that built it yet, really. Not, like, in any sort of laning phase, because I haven't really gotten solo yet, and I haven't yeah. seen it in carry. I I haven't seen people building it, but I don't I see a reason like assault, not to. I I've seen people building it. Yeah. I haven't... I mean, you can... You can pick it up on anyone that heals, so, like, you can do it on Achilles. Yeah, Achilles is Guan. still stupid good, too. 
Yeah. Um, even after how many nerfs he, I mean, why they ever increase his range, I'll never know, but. Mm, um, I'm okay with that. It's his other stats that are still. Too I good. just, it didn't make sense to buff him here for any reason. Um, I, I like it though, because like his autos just feel so long. Like it, mm-hmm. it just makes sense. What mystical mail? I'm not, I th- I was way more excited for it now that I've actually played with it. I don't think I'm building it. See, Mystical Mail is one of those things you're not going to go, oh shit, look at the work it's putting in. Yeah. Until, it's, it's a yeah. little bit all the time. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, what, 40 damage a tick? They, Yeah, they made it cheaper, but they also cut the health back on it. A um, little bit, yeah. You want to play just, on high aggression people, almost, like Vomin, yeah. and people people who can stick or like uh, Mystical Mail on, and like an Osiris is obnoxious. Yeah. Because like he's always Lana on top of you. And, like, it's not you know. horrible. I just feel like there's much better options than it. Arthur. Um, fuck Arthur. And... My well, it's it's not it's not meant to be a mainstay. It's still meant to be a thing you take when you're ahead. Uh-huh. One, one thing... But if I'm... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but, and if I'm bullying someone in lane from Ward 1, I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, where's my other takeaway? we haven't talked oh hand of the gods what what do you guys think about that haven't Uh, seen it used uh yuki hasn't really picked it up i've heard of some supports sometimes picking it up for purple i don't necessarily like it or i i understand because on some low clear like duo comps you won't get to the first minion so you'll want it but like not like if i've got terra yeah like that fir- that that first outing with Terra, yeah. when she's when you only take your walls. We definitely should have taken a hog that game. That fucked us over. I I, I feel like that item is going to be overlooked for a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden you're going to see it used every game. Well, from what I understand, Weekin and them, all the junglers that I'm seeing are using it on back camps, so they're buying it at level one at the start of the game. They're using it not on speed, but on the back camps in between. And it basically puts the side harpies at one shot. And then you can just finish the mid harpy with basics and then move on. You don't have to use an ability and the clear is pretty quick. So it gets you to blue a little faster, which solo lane's going to have to realize because that's going to be a thing. Um, if, if, if everyone starts doing that, solo lane's going to have to learn to pay attention because the, their blue buff's going to be sooner. And they want that XP. One so, thing yeah. I've kind of been playing around with um, that I I, I want to get with uh, our jungler and, and practice with it a little bit. I totally just forgot what his name is. Phantom, <laughs> Phantom, yeah. Um, he's our, he's our, yeah. It's it's high. high. The Phantom is our jungler, jungler, but he is yeah. on like. Um, we'll say vacation right now. I want to take it. I want to take Hand of the Gods in the solo lane more to solo my blue buff and to free up my jungler so he doesn't even have to come here. He can go straight to red. Yeah, after, after I game. saw I saw Mr. Fine himself do that. In Did game. he? Okay. Yes, I haven't actually. watched that yet. but Oh, well, that's even more interesting that you thought of that then. Because, yeah, he did that in a video. He, uh, he took Hog and started his blue, soloed it, and with Hog, and then went to wave and told his jungler in co- in chat to just go to red. So, 
that might be a thing. I don't know how far it's evolved from that. I don't know if he, I don't even remember if he said he liked it or not, uh, to be fair. But I feel but, like that can open up some, some different pathways where you're like, hey, you don't need to worry about this. Let me grab it. And suddenly your jungler is ahead of the other jungler because he was able to skip this camp. Yeah, you know, maybe you're, like you're, the OP solo laner strat is to solo your blue so that you get ahead, right? You get ahead of their your solo lane because you're not splitting XP, and they are. And then our jungler gets ahead because he's doing other things more efficiently that he doesn't have to come the whole way over to blue. And then he's farming more on the left side where he can gank more squishies. Like clearing those, clearing those new mid harpies because you need to jump over the wall. Because he'll have his red quicker too. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Um... Maybe you take, uh, you know, some camps quicker or whatever. An aggro hunter mid, you take red early, you go in at level, as soon as you hit level two, you try to go in and kill so you can take their red, or at least pressure them out. Like, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be the same thing in in mid, kind of, with that, because just, like, it's an entrance they can't take away either, and it's, like, right there to go to red. So, like, it's always going to be that easy to invade red at, like, level one. And I don't foresee them needing to do anything about that. Because, honestly, like, just be safe. If you think you're in a matchup where you could die, or if their jungler blinks over the wall, you will die, don't be where you will die at. Like, just have the awareness to be like, okay... It's a freaking Robin jungle, and he started blink. He's gonna blink over the wall and three me and two me or three and one me, and then the mid laner's gonna hit me with stuff and I die. Like, just know that and either be ready to beads and fight back or play where you get XP but don't die for it. Yeah. So that's Spe- like the same thing, mid. S- speaking of beads, uh, are they still working properly for? You guys, because I feel like I'm hitting the button no. half the time and nothing happens. No, I, I constantly get knocked up beads and it's I, I'm almost a thousand percent sure it's because of the uh, server issues that they've been having because like I constantly have a hundred ping. So I'm assuming that my reaction speed is good and that my ping is so off that from what I'm used to, at least maybe that I can't hit the beads in time. But, like, I know that I'm hitting both beads and Aegis half the time. And my beads will go off on cooldown. I'll still get knocked up and my Aegis won't go off. And it's like, okay, like, really, Smite? Like, (laughs) I'm not retarded. I know how to hit two buttons right beside each other, you know? And it's not like I'm missing because one of them's going off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's just been some wonky shit. But they did a fucking game engine update. Yeah. To be yeah, not salty about it, but definitely something I've noticed. It's like yeah, my my lag spikes, my lag on? spikes disappeared. Yeah, honestly, my load time's really great. I'm really happy oh, about that. You know that's yeah. right. I used to get like at least one crazy lag spike in a uh, a match. A game. I haven't noticed yep. it at all. Mm-hmm. Yep, I didn't it's even think away. about but that now that it's gone. The servers are still a little whack, but they're not as spiky, which is great. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it's, and it's going to get better, I'm sure. Yeah, they're they're working on it, from what I've heard. I watched a weekend video, and he was talking about it, and he said that they are working on it. So. Yeah, and uh, we could talk about talk about Spaport. 
um, support so far. Still seems like it's still best to go to dual lane, start, and then go to mid. Like, by the time you have boots, um, which is not cool. Which makes um, you be a sad panda. Yeah. Like, they're like, we're going to add in this camp over by uh, duo lane to keep the support over there. Oh, you mean you're going to give more farm for the for the carry to want to have solo? Mm-hmm. Because we're greedy bitches. Yep. And if my support's mid, now there's two XP camps to take in the middle on one side instead of just one. Honestly, like it, it, in my eyes, whenever I play support, I play it a really weird way, I think, but I play it, you know, kind of my own style, I think. When I play support, I try to like literally just stay in the jungle near the lanes, right? And like, okay, if I can gank, I go in. If not, I take a couple creeps and I get the fuck out of there, you know? Yeah, and I help them uh, take their buff or whatever they need. The, but that's yeah, it. the guardians like the guardians I, blessing. You know, the only time I'm in a lane is if I'm trying to make someone die. You know. Yeah, yeah, your second jungle. Yeah, like that's how I play it. I know other people are like, I'm gonna sit in left lane and yeah, and then other people do the whole like you know, rotating lane to lane but not really doing anything about it. And it's like the whole point of rotating is to. Do something with it, not just, hey, I'm over here now. <laughs> I I feel like, because as long as hunters can actually do the solo farm thing, like, I don't think duo lane's going to change. Like, as long as hunters don't need their support to protect them while they farm. And, and like, I, honestly, I, like, that harpy hurts at level one, but, like, any other at time. At level three. At le- yeah. yeah, by level three, like on Hachiman, for instance, I have my two twice leveled, so it's doing a lot and giving me all the extra attack speed, and I have a dash stun. So no, it doesn't really hurt, and it doesn't really take that long. On any yeah. ability-based god, you poop your abilities out on it and spew on your keyboard, and boom, it's dead, you know? like Yeah. Yeah, so, there's, there's no point. I mean, there, like, There's no point. It's good if your guardian comes over and splits, because then you're both getting XP, but it's better if the hunter gets it solo, you know? Yeah. Because then the hunter can do the damage when the support hits the CC, you know what I mean? But then the support is also still in that weird position where they're not getting enough farm. And they're in mid... Unless unless they are, like, the ahead team, I guess. They get more than enough... (laughs) Because then they're yeah. just fucking walking around and, in your jungle, veling. Yeah, yeah, and with the with the, uh, I I don't want to say nerf is the or nerf is the wrong term, but I'm gonna use it at uh, uh poorly. Uh, to to guardians specifically guardians, um, and what and the reason I say that is because it's still better to have more damage. Warriors are still better in the support role right now as far as i feel well the thing about like especially is they fall off late game because they're mostly based on damage right uh while guardians have more forms of cc usually in their kit um but that's why warriors feel so good is because there's so much farm on the map that if you don't win early game you're probably fucked for a long time at least because they are not only farming more but also taking more farm from you 
Yeah. If and the other thing we're going to see with the other reason to take that I like to take Warriors for support right now is because of that early pressure that they get from doing more damage, um, there's more farm for me to take. If we pressure out duo, there's two new camp. There's two extra. There's now two camps I can take, and not just one. Yeah, and, there's an additional one in mid. Yeah, and there's an additional one in mid, and you know, there's no. They didn't add a barrier from duo to red, so red to duo to red is still the same. You know, so he's got that pressure early too. Like you know, I don't think they. I think from my perspective, like the for an overall kind of thing, like I think they did a really good job. I think they kept it mostly the same because everyone was saying how good season six was until the invade meta started. Cause that's some annoying bullshit that no one likes, but you know, everyone, oh, and now it's easier. It's easier to invade just on a different buff. Yeah. You invade purple now. Yeah. You invade purple now and duo lane becomes this like fucking assault four V four. That's what happens in casuals at least. Yeah. Well, like, like I'm looking at like, if you you go you go to the enemy purple and if you steal it sweet you go to yours and get an additional purple buff or some extra xp or you don't steal it and you still go back get your purple and get to wave or you don't get their purple so you clear wave then go get your purple like there's 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 no downside to in trying to invade purple unless you die unless you die don't be dumb but don't die that's the number one rule of smite. Don't die. If you yeah, don't die, yeah, you have a better chance of winning. Yeah. Like even 100%. if even if it means you're too passive sometimes, other times it'll mean that you're surviving things that other people will rush headlong into like idiots and die for. Yeah. Um and then the changes to Heartward and Sov are nice. Um eh. They're nice. Mm. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> support standpoint, they're nice. Yeah, uh, fucking Nimian, uh, this is bullshit. Uh, fuck that item now. So that'll take <clears throat> us into Hunters, who only got buffs. Yeah, I- I'm happy. Only. They buffed crit. All the, they nerfed all the, nerfs, all the nerfs that they put out, they reverted because it was too much. Yep, because, the XE nerf. Like I said, as soon as the show came out, I said, if they do this, Hunters are useless. And everyone was like, eh, you know, eh. no, they knew it too. As soon as they saw what they were doing, hunters became useless. And the only thing you would ever run was a mage ADC. Yeah. And and yeah. Yeah. And but, maybe hunters mid would be okay. Maybe, you know. Oh, definitely. But at the same time, like, but is it hunters being bad or is it just those mages being too good? Well, that's what it that is. It's them. not that, you know. Okay. Hunters are still busted. Hunters are still hunters, but what I'm saying is, versus a mage ADC, they would be useless because the mage ADC would just have its power spike sooner and better and stronger, while the uh, um, hunters would have only been reduced in the pen that they yeah. can get. Because because what is what does a hunter do? Stack an item typically first, right? Yep. So what's tra- what's trans as soon as you get it? Uh, power-wise, you mean? Yeah. 35, I think. Uh, let's see. So, for 2,600 gold, you get 35 power. Yeah. 10 CDR. All right. Let's look at 
a comparable item. You want to go with the attack speed ring? Because that's kind of necessary on mages. Yeah. If you're on a mage ADC, you're going to go the attack speed ring. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, What's the name of the new one? Hecates. Yeah. So. That's 2602, I think. Yep. For 80 power, 12% lifesteal, 20% attack speed without the passive. Right. And then you add the Double passive. the power. Double the power plus 20% more DPS plus lifesteal. Same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and you don't like, stack it. You know, exactly. So that's why I was like, no, they can't take that much pen away from hunters, or they won't be good enough. And you they know, need to nerf. They, they need to nerf kins, it. not exe. They need to nerf kins, not exe. I think a kins nerf would be okay, because honest to god, like I feel like I do nothing, and then I bite kins, and then I'm like, oh, we win the game now. Let's go. Yes, come on, guys. Kins is kins is the highest single DPS uh item for hunters. It's the single item that gives you the highest DPS. Period. I mean, like, I it's so good that. you can buy it early and it's not bad. <laughs> you know, it's only going to get better as the game goes. Yeah, don't buy kins early, kids. Yeah, don't <laughs> buy it early, but like, if you do by accident, don't cry too much. It'll be better later. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but so. From Hunter yeah. perspective, though, I feel like not a lot has changed. Um,. Because obviously not much did. Um, yeah, the change to uh, whatchamacallit was cool. I like it. The Soul Eater change is cool. I want to fuck around with that just because it's a... I, I don't think it'll be like competitively good. But I think it might be fun good. Because um, eh, like... It really depends how much... The... Neath. I think Neath abuses it, honestly. Like, way more than a lot of other characters. Because she does so much damage in her abilities. And she already has an ability heal. Yeah, and I mean, you could, like, argue for Uller, obviously, and stuff like that. Because he has four that do damage. But um, I think, like, overall, that it, it'll just be a better item. It'll be more, like, niche, kind of, like, fun kind of thing, almost. Not not as much, like the go-to item like Devos no. is or something like that. Um, I think Devos in the end game for the lifesteal on the more sustain-heavy needing hunters, like Jingwei or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, but they're building crit now, so who cares? Well, yeah, but that's they build Devos into fucking crit, and they crit for 7,000, and they heal for 400 every auto. Yeah, fun, fun, right? You know, <laughs> who's excited for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aussie. Oh god. Uh the the change to Izanami, uh bigger than you thought. Yeah, the change to Izanami was a big deal actually. I used to not be able to play that god because I felt like she did nothing. Um Cuz she did. Kind of. And just like I felt like, you know, uh if I didn't hit my whole two-part auto, it was like such a big fucking deal. Uh which, you know, sometimes her autos are weird for me, so that was kind of a constant problem instead of not constant. <laughs> um, yeah, Th them adding damage to the the return swing though. Yeah. Her clear is obscenely gross now. Yeah. Oh, Yuki, do you want to tell everybody about nope. the wonderful? Okay. Uh, I the, guess the, the, the assholes on PTS. Yeah. Okay. So a Sylvanas, a Sylvanas and Izanami go to our tier two. Clear lane never. A clear wave never have to leave. 
No, 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 you no. Can't. Hold on. Let me. I'll, I'll step this story up one bit because you forget. They cleared the first wave of the game at our tier two and then stole purple and went back to our Phoenix or back to our tier two. Got that wave, went to back, stole those and got the next wave at Phoenix and sat there until they wanted to back. And you know what we could do off of it? Literally nothing. <clears throat> and we had to bat constantly because the amount of damage we were eating because, from minions. Yeah, minion damage was so OP, it was ridiculous. And it was, we couldn't even go steal camps because it was early game clear with no minion damage to help. Like, that shit was AIDS as fuck, and I hope those people rot. Because <laughs> fuck that. That was, that was in PTS? <laughs> yes. That was the most boring tilting game i have ever played in my life yeah. i hated like, every second of well, it. watch out for sylvanas is an ami in duo lane it's that clear is nuts if you see that ward your phoenix <laughs> where was your jungler at that they were able to hang that far back i mean if he uh, they tried the jungler to get, got killed yeah they tried to gank them once and died for it we four manned them and, and died lost. for it because, because they were they just were getting so free fed. xp yeah, from both of our bat, from both of our bat, uh, from both of our bat camps, or from our purple, our backs, and the wave. Yeah, and don't forget, and, and we don't forget they we couldn't go get their buffs. We got their purple like one time, and it cost us two creeps. Yeah, because it it took us so long to clear because and it we, was it like level so much one, and we it. didn't have the wave damage, like I said. So we couldn't do their stuff. So they would do all of ours, get like two levels up on us back. Come back through the lane and then stomp us through that wave and push us under tower because they're two levels up already. Go steal our shit again and go right back to Phoenix. And it was the most boring fucking thing ever. They stayed two levels up the whole game because we couldn't play the game. Yeah, because we could not farm. We could not clear wave fast enough to farm. Like eventually it got to the point where I could finally clear the wave and farm. But that was also when they finally decided... Okay, we're five levels up. We're going to come farm you now because we literally just do half your health with two ability or one ability. And guess what? I have three or four. So, so Izanami's clear is wacky. Yeah. So, little wacky, little boring, definitely scummy. Yeah. Please so don't do I, it. I have to, yeah. I, I have to, I have to ask the nerf to Titan's Bane. Does, does anybody besides me have the, like, I've built it and I'm like, I didn't build this before because it wasn't really good. Um, did they nerf it? I thought they reverted it. Okay, so they reverted it. Still I think. Bad. I think. I'm not 100. percent I don't think they sure, reverted, but it. I thought I saw it at the bottom reverted. Let me check. Yeah, they reverted it. Okay. Um, it's it's back to 15. percent Okay, so maybe it's a little better now that like Void Shield and others have gotten nerfed or changed. Maybe it's maybe it'll be okay now. But I don't know. Um, but I yes. just think that I don't know. Whenever I build it, I'm like, isn't this just kind of pointless because I already have XE? But like, I don't know. People tell me it's good, so I'm like, sure. Uh, you're a, you're a hunter. You build XE. Well, yeah, but like you know, if I have XE, why do I need Titans Bane? And I'm like, well, mm, but people are telling me. Was... But people are telling me, yeah, build Titans Bane at the end of your build. But I'm like, why? I have Executioner. And I'm like, I, I don't understand that. And like, I'm just a fucking silver player in a gold player world. So, you know, I don't I don't know why I am supposed to do that. But that's what I've been drilled into my mind forever. So I'm like, I, I just don't understand it, though. 
Well, I remember when I first started playing Smite and I was trying to understand Pen, I was always under the impression that Titans Bade made Executioner, like they were counterproductive doing them both. Yeah, that's what I always thought too. But yeah, but But, you know, you always see, oh, it's the ADC build. Devos, Attack Speed Boots, Kins, XE, Titans Bane, Oboe, or whatever, you know, the generic bullshit. But. And the generic shit. I don't know. I don't don't understand that item very much. I don't think. Yeah. Alright. Well, let's, uh. Let's roll into our God O Dare week. And. Wait, 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 wait. We we cannot go this go into that without giving our opinions on Bastet Noden. Oh, they're broke as fuck. Here you go. <laughs> okay, uh I kinda gave mine on Bastet real quick. She's broke as fuck. Um She is just the same, though. She's literally the same. She's an early game monster. She's a late game kind of or mid game, pretty fucking strong if she's fed, pretty fucking weak if she's not, and late game she sucks. I mean, she doesn't suck as bad, but right. she's I still, still feel like she's viable late game. Late game. She's yeah, viable she's late game, viable. but she's not great compared to another assassin that would do better, you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, she's Odin, the same, Odin's... but more fun, I think. I think more fun. Yeah, she definitely feels better. Yeah. I, I feel like she's in a better spot for sure. Odin, though, seems to be the one that's pissing people off the most. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but he is a little much right now. He's a little much. He he really hurts, and him having, like, a stun that he can literally just fucking hold around forever and just, like, walk with up like a fucking taunt, it's just like, I don't know, I don't like that. <laughs> a, a, it should much. time out. B, that shit does way too much damage when he builds full tank. C, when he builds full damage, that shit does damn-style damage. It's not that much different than, um, like, a Fafnir hammer, though. It's still just a line shot. Uh, it's three pulses and a line shot. And it goes through wave. Yeah. And it stuns. Or homes. <laughs> or homes, man. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Chiron 2 on Odin 3? Because mm-hmm. the 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 one and the two didn't get changed at all. It's literally just the three that's that's making him good, and it's uh, the new ult's pretty good too. But like, okay, he's got what you got to think about too is like as soon as it came out, it was the thing to level. It's what you max first. It's like basically the only ability you even use because you blink in and you get half their health with your three, and then two and then two one them when they're stunned. And then that's like, and and your two one is just like a finisher for the last little bit. Like honestly, at that point, because Odin is just so insane damage with that three and like an auto cancel in between. And he's got warrior basics, so they hit really hard. All right. Okay. Miss anything? All right. They're, they're fucking. They're fucking broken. All right. So this week we talked about uh Jormungandr. Um, I think we've talked about him at some point. Talking about him again, because the Girthworm is still broke as fuck. And didn't get any single touch. Yeah. If anything, he got a buff with that helm coming out for the base stats on it. Yeah, he's fine. So, uh, Jormungandr is (laughs) the Great Beast, the Midgard Serpent, the World Serpent, 
He lives under the ocean, wrapped around the motherfucker, giving it a big old snack hug. Um, so he lives, he surrounds Midgard, uh, in the oceans, like I just said, and, uh, he, he bites his own tail. Um, and he's one of the what three children of, yeah, he's one of the three children of Loki and the giantess, uh, I knew I fucking uh, hated Ang- him. Oh my God. Anger, yeah. Uh, Angerboda, uh, along with Helen Fenrir. So, you know, his brother and sister are Helen Fenrir. Loki, knock it the fuck off. Must have been uh, a hell of a fucking household, man. No shit, dude. Could you imagine growing up with that? Bipolar um, sister. <laughs> yeah. My dog so, ate my homework and my my leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my leg from SpongeBob. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Thor is his is his nemesis. Um, there have been two battles that have been recorded in the prose Edda. Um, in one, Thor fishes for Jormungandr, fishing for Jorm, uh, fails to pull him up because. The giant Hymir uh, goes, oh, fuck, if they fight, go and bring on Ragnarok. So he cuts the line uh, as, as you know, Thor is trying to reel him in uh, and send Jorm back, preventing Ragnarok. And then uh, Thor and the and Jorm are fated at the end times Ragnarok to kill each other. Uh, <laughs> it happens so, a lot on the battlefield, so. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Or in the battlegrounds. Talk, talk, talk about not enough nerfs. Anyways, uh, but so Jormungandr uh, was likely already in the religion of the early Germanic tribes, uh, not just in the like Norse stuff. So he kind of po- pokes his head up a lot. Uh, but there's stories around him, but there's not a lot because you know he's like he shows up for the end times, you know, and and was baby daddied by Loki. So he he he's there. He's talked about a lot because he's important. He's kind but... of one of those mysterious, like mentioned figures. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't go out and about and have adventures, right? So there's not a lot of stories on him. He just pops up and like, ah, oh, that damn Yormagonder down there. One day, because every time we talk about Ragnarok, we talk about Yormagonder. Bah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's Yormagird. Uh, Dan, you want to let us know about the abilities of Yermagird? I wish I didn't have to, because this god is crazy, but okay. Uh, first off, his passive. Uh, immovable. Yormungandr is so large, he can't be affected by hard displacement. He gets a dazed, um, non-cleansable slow that increases the damage he takes for that duration instead. Uh, any attack speed pass base speeds up the recharge of Yorm's basic attacks instead of... Uh, actually giving it more attack speed and Yorm's basic attacks do not proc item hit effects like telekines etc the passive slow is 20% and 15% increased damage taken whenever you're uh, hard displaced Um, the duration is 2 seconds the attack speed conversion is 5% so 5% of your attack speed will be uh, changed into a recharge rate increase for his basics Um, the 1 venomous haze uh, Jormungandr fires Noxious Spit at an area that deals damage and creates a large toxic cloud. It damages and slows enemies inside of it every second. The If Yorm interacts with a toxic, toxic cloud during any of his other abilities, it has uses, and I'll read those off more when I get to those abilities. Um, Yorm can have a maximum of nine toxic clouds out at a time, but that would be insanely hard to do. Just saying. Um... It has a range of 65 units, and the clouds have a radius of 15. 
The damage is 80 to 240 plus 40% 40 of your magical power. The damage per tick is 5 to 45 plus 5%. 5 the slow is 15%. The slow duration is 1 second. Uh, the cloud duration is 20 seconds. And the radius is 10. Cooldown is 16 to 12 seconds with a 60 to 80 mana cost. Um, now we're on to his two, his two, his second ability. Uh, Jormungandr draws power from toxic clouds nearby while channeling for 1.2 seconds. At the end, he roars, dealing damage to all enemies, trembling and slowing enemy gods by 30% for 1.5 seconds. Um, every one of his ones, his little one pools that he um, touches during his two up to three makes him deal extra damage. And um, every instance of damage after the first is halved. Um, while empowered, which is something he gains after the two, Jormungandr's basic attack fires at its fastest rate and doesn't run out for uh, a second per pool that you absorb. So the damage on this ability is 120 to 360 plus 45% of your magical power, or in other words, too much. Uh, 20 to 40 plus 5% of your pa magical power bonus damage, and I believe that is per pool. Um, empowerment buff is one second long per pool, ability types area. Radius of 20 to 30 units depending on how many pools you hit, and the cooldown is 14 seconds with a 70 mana cost. Um, on to Submerge, his third ability. Jormungandr submerges into the ground, turning invisible as he searches for prey. During this time, he moves faster and gains predatory vision, sensing all enemies in a large radius, including uh, stealth. Firing this ability while invisible reveals Jormungandr as he emerges out of the ground, knocking up enemies around him. Emerging through a talk, if you emerge through one of your pools on the ground, it creates two new ones outward in the direction you're facing, uh, and they have a slightly lower duration than the rest, but they'll still give you the same bonus for your two. So basically, the play is spit on them, and while they're slowed, three them so that they're in the pool, and you hit the pool with your three so that it pops two more in front of them, and then you hit your two, so you hit all three pools, you hit them, and then you use your empowered basics to finish them off, basically. Or, you know, finish off your poke, or whatever you're going for. Uh, the damage on this ability is 70 to 290 plus 50% of your magical power. The movement speed is 25%. Duration of 5 seconds for as how long you can be underground. The radius on the knockup is 20 units. The cooldown is 18 seconds. And the mana cost is 70 to 90 mana. Uh, the World Serpent, Jormungandr's ultimate, is he prepares to enter into the world, enlarging as he prepares a devastating attack. After selecting a target area, Jormungandr dives into the, or flies into the air, diving down and crashing into enemies as his body then slams into the ground. He must travel... Two more times for the ult to end, when Jormungandr emerges and submerges during this ability, he knocks up enemies, and with each submerge, he leaves behind a toxic cloud. So basically, he like roars, goes into the ground, and when he comes up, he knocks anyone up and does damage, and when he goes down, wherever he goes down, wherever his head lands, it does damage and knocks up, and then in between, his body will collapse as well and do damage, and that'll happen two more times. Um, the submerged damage is 150 to 350 plus 40% your magical power. The emerge crash damage is 75 to 175 plus 20% of your magical power. 
the radius is 20 units, the cooldown is 100 seconds, and the cost is 100 mana. This ability is fucking nuts for so many different reasons. I mean, you can literally dive anything and be fine because A, you're untargetable and unhittable during all other than things that are already affecting you. Like if you have a bad step bleed and you go into your alt, you're still going to take the damage. And if you die, you die. But um, otherwise, you are untargetable and stuff until your alt ends and you come back up from your third jump. And unlike most abilities, you can't cancel this one early. You have to use all three iterations of your dive. Um, this usually just means that you go in, go in, and then you leave. Basically. Like, that's Yorm. You, there, you Yorm no all, you hit them twice, you hit them twice, and then you either leave or you initiate again and come up and do your damage otherwise afterwards, too. Can we talk about the fact that this thing does potentially, uh, cause you can hit them with the submerge and the crash, but you can't, or the submerge and the emerge, but you can't hit them with the submerge emerge crash. Correct. Unless, unless they're dumb. Well, but actually, actually, if you technically did it perfectly, you could come up, knock them into your other one that knocks them back into the crash damage so you could technically hit all three i think. technically do i don't know about the uh, timing but like the yeah so you could you technically know. do 700 uh or 700 damage plus uh 80 percent scaling three times technically yeah I'm, but or no it's it the the emerge crash damage is oh no wait you're saying Oh, that would be both, so it would be double. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, you could tip you could technically do seven hundred damage three times base. But if the you, abilities if you like literally the biggest brain your malted ever, yeah. Or could. or they just ran the wrong way. Oh, that's the thing though, waiting on them, dude, can fucking I've seen some wacky hits. Yeah, but it, it's not the hardest thing in the world to dodge. By any stretch of the imagination. No, it's it's definitely not. If you see it or know it's coming, you can obviously dodge it. But if you're, like, busy and it just pops up on you, yeah, it could be, like, oh, I just barely got hit by it still kind of thing. But, like, yeah, it's pretty easy to get out of once you see it coming. It's And if you know there's a Yorm ulting you and you get hit by it, that's your fault. Sorry. Yeah. And it can definitely be one of those ults that changes a team fight. Because how how many times I've used it to ult from the jungle, landing into the team fight, and then you know you just completely mop it up because their entire team's knocked up in the air, and they had no idea that you were there until all of a sudden this giant snake comes fucking barreling over the wall and knocks up their damage. You know, yeah, and and also like if you are dodging the ult, you know you're paying attention to staying out of the way because even the damage of the body falling is still a bit. Yeah, yeah, and then you're you're just you know more and more disoriented the more Yorm ults too. Yeah, and you can and Yorm can do it to the entire team at once. Yeah, Yorm is just insane. Like uh, this is why we're talking about him. I'm assuming because Yuki's mad because he's insane. He's still broken. I mean, I love Yorm. He's still I broken. love Yorm, but I'm like kind of mad he's still as good as he is. Yeah, he I just, he does too much damage in my opinion like, for a god that is. Again, he's 
too safe. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I've never understood why he's so. That's kind of my feeling on Jingwei, by the way. Uh huh. Yeah, Jingwei's way too safe. That, I hate Jingwei, and I think that that character is busted as fuck. And everyone sleeps on her and thinks she's just a safe, you know, backup pick. But no, she's a fucking insane god, and you have to be insane on her but she's an insanely fucking stupid god if anyone has any like playtime on her they're insane because it's just such an easy god and is so safe and has so many things that help her not fall behind even if she's falling behind yeah yeah you can pressure her out and not put her behind and aoe crits are good yeah Yeah, turns turns out if you know two squishies stand together and you hit them twice and they both die you know that's a good thing turns out yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying she's pretty good and I hate it because she's so safe. So, like, literally every comp game is, I'm going to play this because it's fun versus Jingwei. Oh. Yeah. Oh. If it's not Jingwei, it's Hachiman. Yeah. And if it's not Jingwei, it's Hachiman. It's like, oh, my God, this is why I play Hachiman. At least he's kind of fun. So, yeah. So I, play, your... I play everything way more aggressive than everyone else does, though. Yeah. So so building Yorm. Uh build whatever you want, hit your abilities, you win game. Did I miss did even I miss if something? You don't miss even if you don't hit like half of them, you'll probably still win the game. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll 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 turn around a boxing match in solo lane by actually getting three of your pulls and pools in your two and hitting your enemy. And then he now has to back away. Yeah, like if if you do that you just kinda Yeah. He, his his damage is pretty nuts and it's not that difficult to to pull it off. Um, it's Pulse not autos. the worst thing. He's deceptively tanky though, because you can get away with building a little bit of damage. Yeah, but in his stats, like normal. But as soon stats, as people have a team comp that abuses your passive, then you're in trouble. Yes. Um, Which is something I, had... I want to bring up. Hey, guess what? Something taking fifteen percent more damage is a big deal. So they upped like, it by what? They upped it by what? Five percent. Garb, the item that everyone says is super good because it has percent mitigations on it. Oh. Imagine like the opposite. But it's see, here's the thing. Up Yorm. But here's the thing: you can take Onis and basically mitigate the passive. Yeah, but then you're still building an item just to cover a weakness instead of build a strength. Yeah, well, that's why you build the new attack speed ring on him. That's that. It's funny. I'm glad that doesn't work, but it's. I mean, it does. Well, the passive won't proc. I don't think, but obviously, it works as a lifesteal item on Yorm that gives him attack speed. I see what you're saying. Obviously, it it gives him the attack speed conversion. Um, which and and the reason I'm I'm saying it jokingly, um, talisman of energy is also like building him alongside a Fafnir in an AA base comp. Is still pretty fucking good because actually like that does. Con- I want to know if your basic proc Fafnir too. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't, I don't think because if your basics proc Fafnir too, holy fuck, I'm building Wait, damage does, Fafnir. D- d- Fafnir. Fafnir procs his own too, though, right? What do you mean? If if Fafnir buffs himself. Mm-hmm. In his dragon form, yeah, you're right. So maybe it will for him too. I don't, I don't think so because I think uh, Yorm's guy specifically says something about not procking it. Yeah, but 
Fafnir doesn't proc item effects in his dragon form either, but it's not an item effect, it's an ability effect. So that's what I'm wondering about now, because that might be fun. Run a damage Fafnir and just put him in the back line and just have your Yorm fucking auto and one with Soul but, Reaver. Yeah, but like, yeah, that like getting like a t being able to of <laughs> being able to build like a talisman on Yorm is fun because of the attack speed conversion to recharge it. Um, because if uh, if you're good with Fafnir, you're pulsing autos, so you don't have a huge recharge time to get your fast autos again. So Not like, Fafnir, Yorm. Yeah, Yorm, yeah. Because it's it's <laughs> what do. every yeah. you hold it down for a second and a half, let go. Hold it down for a second and a half, let go. And that's about how fast it recharges. I think somewhere yeah. around a second and a quarter, second and a half. And then you just like yeah, let it go back up so that you have the fastest autos. That's like the best DPS, quote unquote, to burst it. If you just hold it, it ends up slowing it down a lot. He's still good with Jade Emperor's crown. Still really good. Yeah, he could start like Jade Amps. He could start the uh, the the new item if he's going for a more power hungry start versus like a more safe start. Like, there's just so many things a Yorm can do and build. And like, even against magical, there's a lot of good magical defense items for a Yorm to pick up right away in solo lane. So like, again, Yorm's just really good. Like. He uses items that are in the game well, except for, like, auto-attack items, which he doesn't need because he's a solo laner. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, his dive potential is legit, so you got to be wary of that. Gem Iso, even on, like, a full tank Yorm, Gem Iso is such a good pickup. Yeah, I've seen plenty of full tank Yorms pick up one random item of damage that actually did, like, so much more than anyone could think. Like, I've oh, seen I just Yorms mean, I just mean for the CC. I've seen Yorms pick up uh, Spear of the Magus and just spit their pools, and like people actually like will take more damage from that. Thank, thank God that's for gone. their mages, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Thank God that's gone for season six. I'm down with Magus being gone because that will also limit the amount of damage that these dumb guardians are doing to me. And he's one of his things too is a lot of the solo laners have to be relatively close to the lane, so he gets a lot of extra damage. And is able to pull off that whole three move combo for basically a shit ton of damage. just trying to clear the wave. Basically, yeah, you get hit so by you, Yorm. <laughs> you got to be mindful. He's very much a a zoner in that sense. He's very, he very bruiser. Very, very, very bruiser. And like he autos through the wave too, which is a big deal. And his tower shred is nothing to joke about if you back yeah. on him. Yeah, like yeah, he'll honestly. Take tower. What do you guys think about as far as dealing with one? Dealing with one, uh, I'm going to say it again. Knockups and CC, like stuns and stuff like that, just destroy him. Because executes. if you executes are really good because... Because you can, you can execute while he's ulting before yeah, he gets Yeah, like if you're Achilles, your ult animation goes off before his, so you can kill him every time if he ults, like literally for free. If he's in threshold, obviously. Uh, Thana can ult him... And, you know, hopefully stop his ult in time if he sees the the health dropping at the right time and ults before the ult. I don't think Athana can make it into the air and down before a Yorm ults, but I would have to test uh, that. I don't think so. I think Thana would land just after, but it, it would be close. Like, honestly, if you have it on instant cast and you're just spamming it, it would be close. You don't, like, uh, Thana is, in my opinion... And again, everybody knows my love for Thana. 
but oh, I think he's one of the better counters for Yorm. Yet, because because of his ability to chase you down, yeah, don't use your ult as soon as he ults, but you can cover that distance. You'd be surprised how often you catch him. Yeah, and I like that Thana's slow immune is too. He has a silence for Yorms too, so if he's in a spot where he can't take that damage right now, he can silence it out, or he doesn't want to take that damage right now because he's trying to win a trade or get an objective, whatever. Yeah. Uh, or if there's too many pools on the ground and you just know this is going to hit way too freaking hard, you know, I'll gladly... The cooldown on the uh, on his silence isn't the smallest in the world, so sometimes it's, like, better to take a hit on a no pool 2 or a one pool 2 than it is to, and then save it for that three pool. Yeah, um, yeah, I Especially I because 100%. of Thanos' like, heal yeah. and sustain. I also, again, thing. you just mentioned exactly what I was thinking about next, was if Yorm is trying to get all close to you and uh, and to you, then you can also one him as soon as it's over to get the heal off as soon as his 2 goes off. And it kind of like almost half trades out the damage. Like I said, half, not wholly, but you know, it's still something and it's like slightly easier to hit because he's obviously also at that moment trying to hit you. And more than likely, he'll be trying to use his basics on you afterwards, which will slow his movement speed because everyone gets slowed when they basic. And Yorm's hitbox is massive. That, it's oh hard God, to yeah. miss that fucker. <laughs> yeah, you oh, miss a autos? scythe on yeah. an up-close Yorm, the game is not in your favor that day. But I mean, if you miss him at a range, whatever, because he's still at a range. But, you know, if he's up close, you're pretty much hitting the guy. Yeah, Achilles is good into him because he can kind of duck and weave with his three. Yeah, that that's that's big. Like more than the execute, I'd say it's, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's almost like the same thing as Thana, where use your three, like you know, backwards to avoid the two. Where on Thana you silence it, or yeah, it's mobility. go in because it's not a big two. It's only like a one or two or zero pool two, and then you go in and chase him and stun him out of it, or just continue to chase. Like Achilles is really good into him. And then, of course, the execute oh, threshold Ach thing. Yeah, and Achilles stuns fast enough to counter the two as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has, like, tons of ways to dance around Yorm. So he's good into him. Honestly, like, if you... Emojis. If you're playing any sort of comp and you Emojis see good an Achilles anything. ban, <laughs> it's more than likely that they want Yorm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Yamoja's another one we could have talked about earlier. <laughs> I've raged on that god recently. A couple times. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like her. Oh, um, I will mention, I did play a Yorm game for Season 7 that surprised me. Because I was like, I I'm gonna just, this guy, god didn't get touched. He's gonna completely mop whoever I go against. And for whatever reason, this dude went solo lane Geb. Ha! <laughs> Because Geb has, the knock, has two knockups. He was all you. over me. I couldn't, you know, like, I couldn't hurt him because I couldn't get, every time I went for my two, he just, like, shield himself. Um, And he kept me in my my passive damage thing so that I was constantly taking more damage. And he was just, just kicking my butt. And I was not expecting it. was like, oh, it, it's just, you know, Gavin. For whatever reason, I will always underestimate him for no 
reasons. And Geb does bonus percent <laughs> damage on his knockup, or does percent damage on his knockup too, right? Or Geb does percent ult? damage on his ult. Yeah. On his ult, yeah. Sylvanas, surprisingly good into uh, Yorm too, by the way. Yeah, ult uh, the, to him. Yeah, the 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 pull is is prox also uh, yeah. So you can like one pull auto auto two knock up to keep it going, keep autoing, you know, like it it if you stack the passive correctly, you know, he's not as bad as everyone seems. But if you're on a god that can't like Kamazots or something, you're gonna have to just out sustain him, which is something Kamazots is good for. And I mentioned him because he got that recent change to the jump. There's yeah. some new items out that he might like yeah. in the solo lane, I think. Uh yeah. Cam I is think one of the that he's going to be yeah, a lot right of fun this season. I think he's going to be insane in pro play. That new shield. Uh, I can't wait to see what comes of him. Especially even on the Joust map and stuff like that. Duel. Like, he's going to be so good. Yeah, I, I've played a little bit against Kama. You, he's, he, he really can make you feel completely useless in lane because he just sustains so much and then any kill that happens in the lane even if it's him just helps him because then he yeah. has a pool to utilize later <laughs> yep. and then he gets that shutdown gold he gets that tower and he's like damn what now bitch and you're like mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm behind that's what <laughs> <laughs> i think they kind of i mean we could talk about items real quick but like he kind of builds normal bruiser defense i don't think he just has anything spectacularly i don't think he really abuse not anymore he used to abuse the uh stone of fall or whatever yeah there's just so many ways that you can build yorm too that there's just like it's kind of like at that point we've already talked about him once and you know gave a baseline build there uh i think at this point the only uh new item that i would say is anywhere near like your potential to me is the new tyrannical plate helm uh and like that's it really from what yeah, i get, get him tanky you know his base damage is good enough and, when, yeah if you it, it's got a so bit. much power on it like he's just i think he's gonna use that and the passive on that helm is fucking whatever it's just whatever like who cares but i think that you know the the base stats on that item are going to be so good for Yorm that it's going to be rough. Oh, yeah. I don't want to just... I mean, I, one it good sounds thing, bad saying one, build whatever okay. you want, but Season 7, everything's changed right now. People are still working stuff out. You know, you can still basically do what you did in Season 6. You know, Oni's um, a cooldown item a lot of times is pretty good but not necessary, whatever your physical defense is. I like Sovereignty if my uh, support's not building it, even though we don't always communicate, and I pick it up even though he's already got it. Um, <coughs> Dingus. That, that, yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, cooldown boots usually, but... If you cooldown boots, boots are pretty fun. much the only boots for Magical now. Yeah, it's really the yeah. only boot. I've seen other people <laughs> building the other boots, and I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but I think you're dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. There's well, no way that right 250 now. mana and 10% cooldown is not better than 20 power, especially for a mage that has so much access to power. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like Pridwin on him because of his ability to get in. Yeah. Pridwin's and really fun. give you the time to, to 
you know, the cooldown on Pridwin is great, plus the protections, but, um, let's see. Yeah, I think that, that pretty much covers it. Like, he doesn't have any, he's not that complicated of a god. No, he's really not. Um, Except for hitting his fucking one, because you can't see where it's going. Uh, yeah, that can be a little bit. Oh, keep in mind, he's huge. Okay, we talked about his hitbox earlier. You can see over walls and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of times they can see you poking your head through some walls. <laughs> yeah. So they can tell where you're there. also something to watch out for. If you think you're being sneaky and you hear a bunch of laugh spamming in a ward place down... Yeah, your snout's sticking through, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> through that, that wall. I've done that. <laughs> I I saw a Yorm face sticking through the wall, and I put a ward <laughs> on the other side, and I just taunted, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I see you, buddy. I see your whiskers <laughs> through this rock right here. Because <laughs> he was like uh, the, the, the catfish fucking, I don't know, he had like whiskers or something. Maybe it was the dragon one. Yeah. Probably the right. cuckoo dragon one. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh... That wraps us up here, then. Um, so, I guess for this week for our community section, uh, give us give us feedback with a yay or nay on games of the week versus like uh, some word of thoth experts uh, excerpts. I can't speak. I did it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be we'll, again. We'll tweet it out. We'll get a poll up. We'll make Dan do that, um, and we'll get something going in the Discord for it too, so we can get mm-hmm. some feedback on that. And and give us your thoughts on season seven. Yeah, uh, we kind of spitball here. Everything's new, so there is no real wrong answers. It's just your impressions. Yeah, um, unless also, you unless don't you, be afraid unless... to give other feedback too. Sorry to interrupt you, Yuki. I just want to get this out there before I forget. Uh, if you want to hear something else other than Word of Thoth two or instead or whatever, be, feel free to put that in there too. All opinions are welcome. You know, we'll take things into consideration, especially including if we get you know. Yep. Including we can, we'll even do fifteen minutes of uh, uh uh of convincing Dan that that supports are fine. They are fine. Supports no, are broken. They kill me all the time. Yeah, Definitely that's, not me. Overextending. That's why they're that's why they're not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it is crazy sometimes when I get soloed by like the craziest stuff, and I'm just like, what is? Why is that allowed? Because everyone does damage. Well. Uh, all right, so Dan, where can they get a hold of yous? You can find me on Smite at Dirtnap Dan. No extra characters now. I just play on PC now. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter at Splitpush Podcast with no A. And feel free to hit us up also through the email, splitpushpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, American Zombie on Twitter, Twitch. Uh, also, I did set up that Split Push. Instagram, split push underscore podcast, and uh, you can also send me stuff on uh, split push podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, send me any comments, plays you want talked about. I'll take a look at them, and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can find me at UK Gaming 22 uh, everywhere, I think, at this point. So, Twitter and the Smites. It's not just one platform, it's the Smites. Um, my other account does exist. Uh, one day I'll get my stuff back. Uh, but also you can find us on most streaming services. I know we're still fighting with Google people. I don't want to get into it. 
There's I've a thrown a couple right hooks, you know. It's Yuki's <laughs> turn to tap in and get get a couple shin kicks in there. We're trying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, again, if there's a platform you'd like us to be on because it's easier for you or more convenient because it's your main platform, uh, let us know and we'll go through the process. Uh, and wherever you find us, give us thumbs, likes, scribes, bells, buttons, things. Um, we really need to get the info for the YouTube so we can Oof, do that. Yeah, I'll talk to Dad like literally right after yeah, this. Yeah, because we we do have our YouTube you want, but... is AFK at the moment. Um, it it DC'd, but we'll 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 get it back on there. It, and uh, it rage quit at 15 minutes, but it's going to come back at 25 to see that the game's not over yet because it wasn't actually participating that much in the game, so he's still in it. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry, I just that that was funny. All right, get uh, out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll see you guys for the next episode, which will be 81. Yeah, instead of 79, right, Yuki? No, nope. he's trying to say it now. Like maybe I'll remember. It'll be 55. <laughs> right. Get out there right. and get some kills. All right, I'm yep, stopping. Have a good one, guys.